You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here, along with our MLB.com Rays reporter, Bill Chastain, catching you up on the Rays. Uh, been a, a tough go to a bit. We're also going to talk about a former Rays great, maybe returning to the team, although Bill Chastain is going to disagree with that, I believe. But let's get right into it, Bill. A tough weekend for the Rays. Uh, they run into a Giants team that is red hot right now. Uh, we continue to talk about the Giants in, in even years, and they have certainly been uh, playing at their, their highest level right now as they sweep the Rays. Uh, the Rays did take two of three from the Mariners earlier uh, in the week, which is a good series for them. But over the weekend, um, Something that hasn't let the down the Rays down all season, it seems like, has been the bullpen. But a, but a tough go of it. In three games, they give up nine runs. But this is a bullpen that's been so reliable. This feels like a blip on the radar. No, I would agree. I mean, it, it's it's kind of unusual for all three of the guys: Sedano, uh, 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 Erasmo Ramirez, and um, Colomay to all kind of implode on the same weekend. But it does happen. You know, that's baseball. But uh, you know, the timing was not the best. Yeah, and the uh, I guess if they're all going to go at once, maybe that's better for the future rather than them taking turns having rough outings. But uh, but they all got it out of their systems, hopefully. Uh, the other thing that struck me from the week, well, you get some pretty good starting pitching, and then the solo home runs kind of continue, which which continues to kind of taunt this team. But but good starts from Odorizzi, uh, you know, at, that's good to see. A good start from Matt Moore. Good to see. So even though they were swept, there were some encouraging signs from the weekend. Yeah, I would agree. The, the starting pitching starting to look a little better. But, you know, you'd like to see them, if you're a Rays fan, you'd like to see them finish the deal a little more. And, and I mean, just like yesterday, I know Odorizzi uh, pitched well, really, to get through six because uh, they got him kind of early as far as the pitch count up. And he left after 111 pitches. But you know, you'd like to see these guys maybe creep into the seventh and maybe help the bullpen out a little bit more. And, and, and of course, the other side of that equation is, you know, the bats in the last five games are four for 47 with runners in scoring position. So, you know, that's pretty lean as far as giving these guys much of anything, any kind of lead to work with, you know. Yeah, when there's guys on base, they don't get hits, but then they hit home runs when nobody's on. It's not a good uh, It's not a good formula for success. Uh, you mentioned the innings, and Odorizzi, that's been a consistent thing with him is the pitch count, right? It gets up early, and, and he really seems like some starts he's lucky to get to the, to the sixth. He got through six this time, but he's got to find a way to pitch to contact a little bit. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, I, I believe he's – uh, allowed 39 earned runs all season, and 20 of them were in the first two innings. Um, yesterday, he got through the first two without giving up anything, which is, you know, encouraging. But uh, it, it is, uh, you know, you'd you'd like to see him get be a little more efficient. But sometimes, you know, batters and their approaches just make that uh, hard to do. Yeah. So those guys look pretty good. Chris Archer, though, has continued to struggle now. The right-hander. Uh, he's allowed at least three earned runs in five of his past six starts. Those aren't numbers from an ace. He continues to say it's one start at a time, and he's and he's working through it. How concerned is the club about Chris Archer, though? Well, whether they're concerned or not, they're not going to say it. But right. uh, you know, the the numbers aren't good. If you look back to right before the All Star game last year, uh, you know he's he's got a losing record, and uh, uh, the, the results have not been good. And I know he's you know he's a believer in the process, and but you know you wonder kind of when they would be more like. Well, we would like some results too, but um, you know, there's different 
you know, ways you look at it too. It's like, you know, he's having good stuff, but you know, he's not locating his fastball, you know, but it's stuff like if, if you're an ace, it's stuff you're supposed to be doing. Right. Exactly. At some point as an ace, the results have to be there. Uh, some reinforcements seem to be getting closer. Bill Alex Cobb threw a live batting practice on Saturday. First time he's done that since the Tommy John surgery. How is he feeling right now? And are we still on that, that clock where we're thinking maybe late July, early August? Yeah, I think we're definitely on that clock. And really the only uh, comments, I wasn't there when he threw the other day, but I, I did hear his comments and he said that, uh, you know, the only thing he feels right now is just getting his stamina up. You know, he hadn't had any setbacks with his elbow. Uh, so, you know, I think that's very encouraging. They'll have a, a pleasant problem. And, you know, Chase Whitley's pretty much on the same timetable as him. You know, what are they going to do with him? So um, I think those are some good questions and, and uh, a pleasant problem for the Rays to have. Yeah, a good problem to have is too much pitching. A bad problem to have is not enough outfielders. And they're quickly heading in that direction. Steven Souza Jr. joins the uh, the injury. I mean, obviously, Kevin Kiermaier out, Brandon Geyer out, all three of those guys on the disabled list. Um, and, and because of that, and because of what happens with the Dodgers releasing Carl Crawford, suddenly you start to hear those little whispers, Bill. Carl Crawford had the best days of his career in a Rays uniform. Obviously, he's no longer the player he was back then. Um, you hear the talk. It sounds like you even hear that the Rays would like to have a conversation with him. But how much truth is there to that? And and do they just want to talk to him? Or are they actually serious about maybe bringing him in? Well, uh, I haven't heard any of any such conversations. Yeah. But I, I mean, I have. It has been reported that his his agent said he might uh, Carl might be willing to talk to them if he was interested, um, if they were interested. But uh, and I I believe that's the way I read it instead of the other way around. Okay. But um, you know, right now it might make a little sense. I mean, he, you know, they're three outfielders down between uh, Geyer and and Souza, and um, who, who's one I'm missing, and Kiermaier. Yep. So, um, you know, probably a big consideration for Crawford. Uh, of course, if no teams are asking for him, you know, and, and how bad he wants to play, but you know, he did not like playing on that artificial surface, and uh, you got to feel like he's probably hurting a lot more at this age than he was when he left the Rays, but. He does have good memories of the Rays, and, um, you know, I think the fans would love it if he came back. Yeah, there's certainly a comfort level there, and and the the obvious draw for the Rays is that the Dodgers are going to be paying pretty much all the contract. The Rays would just have to pick up the, the league minimum, so he wouldn't be costing them much either, so it would be low risk, high reward. We'll certainly see, but uh, but right now, obviously, we're not close to anything uh, like that. Um, this team still, though, in search of a bat, certainly, Bill. And and you, you look around the league at, at things that would fit not just this year, but the future. And, and one name that, that is intriguing to me, um, and I talked to Jim Duquette a little bit about this, and then talking to you, you said you thought about it in the past. Kyle Schwarber seems like a guy that would be such a good fit. Obviously, he's out for the year. He's not going to be playing in 2016 with the Cubs. But here's a guy that's controllable for years to come. Uh, he's affordable for years to come. And the Cubs are a team that would want pitching in return, which is something the Rays have plenty of. So as you look closer to the trade deadline and, and things like that, or maybe into that next offseason, is Kyle Schwarber a guy that makes a lot of sense as that to be a fit for the Rays? Oh, I think he'd be a great fit. But, of course, I don't think it's a possibility for the trade deadline because I don't think you're going to see the Rays want to make a trade for a player that can't finish the season. But, you know, you look at uh, the fact that Schwaber can play 
outfield, uh, catcher, first base, um, and you know he's not a great fielder, but you know and then you could put him at DH as well, and would give you a, lo- a great deal of power. And then on the other side of that, you know that Madden's familiar with you know all of the pitchers the Rays have, and uh, you know who knows which ones are available if one or all of them are available because you know I do think uh, it would require a you know I mean he's an impact player and I think you would have to give up something to get him back. Yeah, certainly, and and he's a guy that to me has to if he's going to be traded, it almost has to be to an American League team just because of the obvious struggles. I think after the knee injury, his catching days may be definitely behind him. He can get around in the outfield a little bit, but but being able to DH that guy at least part time would be huge. All right, one more thing I wanted to touch course, on with of you. Of course, throwing throw one ahead. more thing on that though yeah. is it's like the Rays have not had much luck with guys who haven't played DH before. Yeah. coming in and playing. I mean, Pat Burrell struggled with it. Corey Dickerson struggled with it this year. You know, that might be a consideration as well. Yeah, and it's certainly something that a lot of players struggle with. There's very few guys that can comfortably be in that role of just getting up there and hitting each day. All right, one more thing I wanted to touch with you, Bill. Uh, the Rays obviously finished off a successful draft, uh, and they've now reached an agreement with their first-round pick, Josh Lowe, uh, and obviously his brother, Nathaniel Lowe, was taken in the 13th round. But but Josh is an intriguing player, third baseman, uh, but a two-way player. If he had gone to college, he was going to be a guy that, that pitched and also uh, swung the bat. He can touch 91-93, but I think the Rays are pretty much focused on him being a bat for them, correct? Yeah, and uh, I talked to Matt Silverman right after he got selected. I caught him in the hallway. And he was saying, you know, they, you know, on top of that, he is a five-tool guy. He's got speed, and like you were saying, his arm. So, if it doesn't work out at third base, he he could, you know, project as a uh, an outfielder. He could play all three outfield positions based on his arm and his speed. So, um, you know, having a guy that's that flexible is probably a pretty nice thing. Uh, and you know, supposedly his brother has worked with him a lot on his hitting approach. He's supposed to be very advanced on uh, his hitting and. And he's got a long way to fill out. Um, you know, I'd love to have that body myself to fill it out, wouldn't you? But, uh, <laughs> Eat but anything enjoy, you want, kid. <laughs> I, would, I would enjoy it, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think he's got a really big upside. But, of course, you know, anytime you take a high school kid, you know, conservatively, you're probably looking at five years. Yeah, it's going to be down the road for sure, but hopefully the high upside. And a guy that can play the infield, play the outfield, do a little bit of everything, sounds like exactly what the Rays look for in in a prospect. So we'll definitely have our eyes on him, but down the road for sure. All right, that's going to do it for another edition of MLB.com Extras, our Rays edition. For Bill Chastain, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.